All right, thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. And we have a breaking news special report. Uh, We're going to start doing uh, with trusted advisors, people who know what they're talking about uh, in our reporting. We're going to do a briefing every day. And this today, we have a special briefing from the Pope of the Money Line, a man, you know, I think this man in the podcast single-handedly saved the economy last fall because we were making people so much money. And we're not only doing that, we were educating people on how to bet. And one of the main guys who educated me, because I, you know, I do not, I rarely pick the money line unless I feel it, right? And this man uh, had extraordinary, encyclopedic, detailed, math-based, evidence-based, peer-reviewed information on the money line. And uh, as the head of the Orange County Diversity Council, uh, (laughs) we established the first Jewish Pope to get us extreme diversity on the podcast, Craig Mizrak. How you doing, brother? Josh, listeners, it's so good to be back. The Pope, as you would expect would be, was in significant high security quarantine the last five <laughs> months. We've waited this long in society for a Jewish Pope. I'll be damned if COVID is going to deprive us of the gift of the Jewish Pope. And let yes. me tell you this, Josh, and then listeners, there are, there's some bleak times last few months, right? And we haven't had live sports. We haven't been able to get action. No. Yeah, we, we're losing our music. We're live music. We, we're losing our, our freedoms outside. But oh, yes. n- now that we I've sensed mortality, I feel like, Josh, I should give everyone the secret of how the Pope, the Jewish Pope, has been so successful with money lines. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. You give us great detailed information. And Brandon first, I remember talking to him last year, and we talked about a money line. He's like, we cannot do this money line unless it's first blessed by the Pope, Craig Mizrak, the Pope of the money line. And I so, wouldn't reveal, and I wouldn't reveal my secrets, you know, in podcast days with the NFL with you guys pre-COVID. But I got this new lease on life, Josh. I'll just leave it at this because we're all about the people, right? We're all about right. for free having our information. So you know how everyone can maybe become and get the powers of of the Jewish Pope on the money line. It's two things. I'm circumcised, and I had a bar mitzvah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. You're following the rules, man. That's yeah. why you've been able to be, uh, you've crossed religion. You know, people talk about crossover music when a country guy starts doing rock and it's a crossover song. You've crossed over religions to be crossed the ultimate over. authority. I'm an omni, I'm, uh, I'm an omni, how would you call it? A, uh, not an omnisexual. That would get too personal. Right. Uh, I am, I'm all loving, Josh. I love all oh, things. Exactly. And that's what the podcast is about. That's why we give freely information that's better information than something like Action Sports that wants to charge you $300 a month 
for what Craig Miserac gives for free as the Pope of the money line. And he's going to give us a special blessing today with insight. He didn't just do it. He first did the number two rule of betting, right? And, and we're going to do it now that we're starting again. We're going to publish again the top ten rules of betting. And rule number two is always do your research. So he reached search for us. He's given us, I'll call it a $3,600 blessing that you don't have to pay action sports. And he researched the MLS as a professional, all right? As a math guy, he researched it. As a sports expert, enthusiast, he researched that. And now he's blessing us with his knowledge. So from a macro perspective, how did you start thinking about this research? And what did your research reveal? Josh, today we're talking MLS, and MLS is back. Right. Live sports back in the country, and I've made the decision since we've been so deprived that I, the Jewish Pope, was going to invest some time watching with my eyeballs these soccer yes. games the past two weeks. And my research, which includes watching games, betting on the games, betting on the games multiple times, Sometimes right. hedging bets, admitting that I'm wrong in the middle of a game because I'm trusting <laughs> these things right That's here. Huge. Hop on When you hedge money, sometimes you save and you win money. Yes. I was 25, 13, and 2 Woo. in the first round of the MLS. And people are listening who may not listen before, like, oh, yeah, whatever. Well, we're going to see those statistics play through here with our round of 16 picks today. We got eight games. I've watched almost all these teams, these final 16 teams, and I can't wait to share the wealth. Right. So, uh, we want to brand this. So, if we repeat it, it's because the people need to know this. And it's something that people are gaslighting you with. They're, they're, they're lying to you about it. And like Brandon First, or we call him now Dr. Brandon First, the PhD of the Philadelphia Eagles says they're hiding behind paywalls because they, they don't know the truth, right? We don't need your email. We don't need anything from you because we're making money on the picks. My wife hasn't bought gasoline uh, without it being betting money since 2011. So when Craig go says he's 25 and 13, and two percent and two and two and two, we'll add it into the math here. Because, uh, you know, 50% of betting isn't knowing who the better team is, it's math. All right, so you divide 25 into, I'm going to call it 38 because the other team, games you just lost your time. But if you enjoyed watching the games, then from a value perspective, real value. You can go to my Twitter games. and find out what real value is. So 28 out of 40. That, that's a, okay. 75%? Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay, hold on. Hold on. So 27 divided into 38. That is 70, a blistering 71%. And this is exactly what we provide to you on the podcast. 52.5% uh, is break even. All right? Sharps are about 59%. And 59% is an interesting number because uh, a great loyal listener of the podcast, and we thank him, right? Uh, he 
said that uh, hedge fund managers, the top hedge fund managers, are 59% picking stocks, right? And we talked about the similarities between stocks and wagering. So if the top hedge fund managers are 59% picking stocks, the top sharps who make a living, right, betting on games are 59%. The fact that Craig Miserat goes 71% on MLS, man. That's why uh, he's in the Hall of Fame betting. And that's why he and doesn't need your email said, address John, for picks. I'm, <laughs> listen, and, I'm, and here's the part that I'm excited about today, because I want to get in these games pronto. I got some steaks on the grill. Oh, I understand. You're a busy man. Never get here advice is, from somebody who's not busy. Here is the blessing as well of the Pope being on for MLS is because nice. ties are lines. So ties in soccer can be like plus 250, that's plus right. 270. Right. So, we're so those get two were wins. Got it. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Nice. And I'm, and I'm betting all of this. I'm writing them down as we go. Plus we got it on, on video. So if I miss something, I can go back. All right. We ready to go first game? Let's go. First game, everyone. Tomorrow night, the MLS is back. Round of 16 starts. All right. If you're not into soccer, it's a great time to start getting into soccer because they did a World Cup format. MLS has never done this before. And it's the first thing back in the bubble in Orlando. <clears throat> For those of you that are worried about NBA, NFL, different sports, but I just want to bring everyone's attention who's not paying attention to MLS. They've, they've done this. Yeah, they had, they, they had a hiccup in the beginning. Nashville, Dallas had some players with COVID, so they didn't show up. So two teams didn't show up. Right. But other than not showing up, they had no outbreak during the entire tournament. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. So let's just hope the NBA – I think we all know it ain't going to happen in the NFL. The NFL is going to cover it up. That's right. for another podcast. <laughs> uh, so today, the first game, tomorrow night, sit, hunker down. you got baseball on in your home. Right. Get on your iPad and have this game play. And the great thing about soccer is you just have it on. You don't even need the sound on sometimes. You can have some music on. Watch them kick the ball around. Watch them fake, uh, watch them fake get kicked in the leg. Watch the magic spray go on. But more importantly – and that's good advice. Watch I'm it on the iPad. Up. And if your girl wants to watch a Lifetime yeah. movie. Have some soccer on. And the great thing is, which I'll go over, is some of these teams have dynamic players. And okay. that's fun to watch. So, first game, Josh. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Saturday we'll night. On the, it, with, with, Craig's, with the Pope's permission, because you can't do anything without the Pope's permission. With his blessing, we're going to put it on the live spreadsheet on Twitter. I'm going to pick two bets a game, starting – Nice. Saturday night, 5 o'clock West Coast time, Orlando City against the Montreal Impact. The spread on this game is half a goal. Uh, Orlando's giving half a goal. Montreal's getting half a goal. Now, you're asking how in a knockout stage, if you're going to bet to win Orlando City minus 110 or bet to win Montreal Impact plus 260, so Montreal's the underdog according to Vegas, why it, could there possibly be bet on a draw for plus 270? That's because in soccer, in knockout rounds, you could play two extra halves and you could still be tied and go to penalty kicks. So in gambling, when you go to penalty kicks, you win on betting the draw. Nice. So 
in this do your research though make sure those are the house rules because people play around but craig's going to be right most of the time most books are going to do exactly what craig said so it's and it's hard to knock out stages mentally to bet on a draw but it is something to focus on because you always know there's at least a game not two that goes to penalty kicks in knockout stages so anyway about soccer that they're they're like belichick or belichick and andy reed in the crunch time where they're waiting for the other team to make a mistake and it's a, an extreme defensive style. Oh yeah, when we get to FC Cincinnati, Josh, we'll get all into that. <laughs> so, the Montreal Impact, the underdog, is coached by one Terry Henry. That name's familiar to everyone. He played on the French national team when France, I believe, won the World Cup um years ago and he went on to have the latter part of his career like a lot of euro stars in mls he is the coach of montreal montreal does not score a lot of goals they are not that dynamic on offense uh they are playing an orlando city team that has shown flashes of uh being a above average team in the mls brazilian player older in his career kaka not like poop kaka like kaka <laughs> Right. He is uh, likely going to come off the bench as a good center back. I, ju- I think it's rare that it's, it's not likely that Montreal wins this game. Hence, I do think that plus 260 line is right. I, my money on this game, and I will for fairness, and uh, I'm going to reveal to you my personal bets. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, on this, try to keep it simple, but I would take Orlando City minus five. They should win this game. They've scored uh, a decent amount of goals. Montreal has given up eight goals so far this season. That's a pretty good amount. So I do think Orlando City is the better team. Give the, give the half point. Over, under, in soccer sometimes can be weird. It's like right now the over, under, is two and a half, comma, three. What that means is if you bet $100 on over two and a half, comma, three, and the game ends two to one, of that $100, you win $50 of it, and you push the other $50. Got it. Uh, so that's I, – I, I see this being a two-to-one game. It's a tough over-under. I actually, this game instead, bet Orlando City will give one-and-a-half goals, and I think you get roughly like maybe minus 150. On that, so it's a, it's pretty good chance they're going to do that. I agree. So um, if you had to pick the over under two and a half three, I do think it'll be two to one. So I think you could comfortably go over, but understand you bet a hundred dollars on over two and a half three, um, you're only going to win fifty bucks on that bet uh, okay. if it's two to one because you're pushing the three. And I would say, people on Bavada, it is worth it on these soccer games because of these. There's so few goals and over unders can be just gut-wrenching to pick right go into the options go into the side bets for these teams because you it's it's i believe you can have more confidence on betting how many goals a team will score as opposed to an over under for the game in soccer man that, that's some great advice it means that that doesn't bet soccer at all now i got some insight so i'm not betting blindly that's rule number three of betting do not bet blindly if you don't know anything about it you need to do your 
research, like you research a company that you don't know anything about, but you want to invest some money, you've got to use your tools and you've got to use your resource. And we're lucky, fortunate, and good enough to have the Pope as an extraordinary re uh, research tool on the last 16, man, in a tournament. He gave us insight on it that I had no idea about. Okay. Next game, Josh? Yes, sir. Next game is tomorrow night after the Orlando City Montreal game at 1030 East Coast. They're playing all these games at night and it's super late, which is awesome on the West Coast because it's so damn hot in Orlando. So um, the 730 p.m. West Coast game is the Philadelphia Union against the New England Revolution. Now, for all you chowderheads out there or chowderhead haters. Now, let me this ask is you this. This is a great, great, great game to watch because you've got, got two it. East Coast cities battling each other. Now, New England. You saw where I was going with that. A lot of these are strategically, I don't know anything about it, but these are, it seems like it's strategically put together. Montreal. Well, all, no, these are one, two finish. These are one, two. Okay, got these, it. Are, these are played out. So, got it. Um, so the, the revolution, look, they were, they were below average last year in MLS. It's early in this, too early in the season to really know what they are. I've watched a couple of their games. They look not good. They do not have anything dynamic on offense. I believe a couple games were like zero. I think they had a zero-zero tie. Uh, one goal a game here, there. Um, Philadelphia is a strong team. They, right. they surprised people last year, were better in MLS than thought. I've, they, they, they've done well uh, so far in the tournament. And I, I think you bet on Philly here. Okay. I feel pretty confident at it's zero goals. It's a, it's a pick em line. So you could get minus 115 on Philly or – in this case, and this is where it pays to be listening to the Pope, um, plus 150 money line for nice. Philadelphia Union. Because this game is spe expected to be even. So you're getting good odds on the money line. It could very well go to a tie, plus 260. I wouldn't be surprised. But I do believe Philadelphia Union is the better team. They should win this game. I'm going Philly Union, plus 150 money line. And on the over-under, again, two-and-a-half, three is a really tough line. It's a really tough line. Uh, I would not be surprised if this game is one-to-zero. It could, again, be one-to-one. One. And um, hmm. And that's the thing about I'm probably Know the numbers yeah, I, and you will know everything. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of forced into this one because I didn't have a pre-bet. I'll probably in real life go to one of these over-under goal bets for a team, like on the union, to get two goals. But for Got the it. sake of this, I actually think two and a half, three, late game. Uh, well, it's tomorrow night. Let's go over. Two and a half, three. Over. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to put a live spreadsheet on our Twitter we're all retweeted so you can follow along as we not only are we the greatest betting podcast of all time for many reasons, we're the most transparent and we've taken transparency to the next level with that live spreadsheet. And what's the next game, Craig? Next game is Sunday, uh, July 26. Uh, that is a 5.30 p.m. start. That is amazing. The first of two games starts at 5.30 West Coast time, 8.30 East Coast. 
This will be interesting as well. Toronto FC versus New York FC. First of all, okay. Toronto FC, for those of you that don't follow Saco, is perennially a top eight team in MLS. They have Michael Bradley, Josie Altador, studs. They're in the MLS finals a lot. And it really becomes just a matter of which of those players are hurt during the season. Uh, and then are they going to be healthy in the playoffs? I don't see anything in New York FC. These New York City soccer teams generally suck, which is great. Right. Um, so this is plus 115 money line uh, for Toronto FC. I would bet that without issue, the Pope money line. And then uh, over under two and a half, three. Toronto could score, I really believe, three goals themselves this game. Uh, I, I'm going over uh, two and a half, three. That sounds good, man. I'm definitely betting that one. Based on what you said, man, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I had an old independently wealthy guy. Two independently wealthy guys gave me advice that Craig repeated on the podcast last week. Uh, uh, Harrington, he owned a dealership in New Hampshire and had more money than God. To give you an example, there's like four major sports owners that are uh, car dealers. And he's like, know the numbers and you will know everything. And Craig is right on the numbers. Because not every game you bet will give you the value that you deserve. You don't want to get ripped off. So in a podcast, we help you not get ripped off. Then I had an old Jewish, independently wealthy guy. His great-great-grandkids were rich. Rich for generational wealth. And he was generous with his time. And he sat down with me. It must have been like 30 years ago. And he goes, Josh, you see with your eyes. In the middle of the podcast last year. That's how Craig started breaking down the game. He says, you see with your eyes. And before he's giving us his MLS picks, he's seen with his eyes. He did his research. He's not betting blindly. What's the next game, Craig? Next game that evening. So Sunday night, when you're at home and you're like, oh, gosh, this baseball game, it's great to have it on. It's boring. 60 <laughs> minutes, you're done with that. Maybe there's a Laker game on but you got a soccer game that's starting at 11 o'clock on the East Coast, 8 o'clock West Coast, sporting Kansas City against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Now, all these Vancouver fans are going to be up at 8 o'clock. Well, Vancouver. nobody, everybody's uh, uh, social distancing. So a lot of people, you can't go to work. And remember, this is the other thing, right? And uh, we're very fortunate, lucky, and good. We added a uh, finance guy who's going to help us on the finance sports podcast from Toronto. And he was saying, like, everybody in Canada is getting that uh, Andrew Yang uh, $2,000 a month. So there's no reason for anybody to go to work. They're going to have – they can stay up and watch, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, make yourself a Bloody Mary Monday morning if you got to. So, <laughs> you got um, $2,000 from Trudeau. Yeah, you got to – I mean, hey, it's you're, you're making some supplementary income with the Pope here. So give yourself a stiffy Monday morning. It's no big yes. deal. All right, next game. This 8 o'clock game is Sporting Kansas City of Vancouver. Vancouver is – this is one of the most lopsided matchups in, in, the, in the first round, okay? That's why if you were to bet on Vancouver to win the game, plus 525. Oh, jeez. That is a low odd. And the draw for this game, to go to penalty kicks, plus 365. I agree with that this game. Those are very long, long shots to happen. Kansas Sporting Kansas City is the better team. Now, I don't like the minus one, minus one and a half spread. That means – you have to bet to get even money. 
that sport in Kansas City to win a hundred dollar bet and win a hundred dollars, they got to beat win by more than two goals. I don't like that in knockout rounds. So what I'm going right. to do this game is I like to go sometimes the first half, second half. Some sports like baseball or maybe football for me, the Pope and NFL. Right. I'm a pure play, full game, over under guy. But in soccer, right. in soccer. These halves make a difference. Players get tired in second half. There's red cards where there's less players. There's things that happen that make, in my opinion, the second half more risky. Unless, like, your eyes are telling you watching the first half, nice. this game isn't going to get any different. So I like in a game like this when you have a big favorite against an underdog, even though anything can happen out of the gate, the first half line on Sporting Kansas City is giving half a goal. Now, that means that – you know, you think Vancouver's going to beat them but, but before the end of the half? I don't think so. Could it be a tie? Yes, it could. And a draw for the first half is plus 155. That That's possible. But can't, I, I would rather be wrong betting on Sporting Kansas City. I will take the first half bet nice. on Sporting Kansas City minus a half a goal. And same thing. I do not like to over under this game at three. I think it could be two to nothing. I hate betting unders. Could be two to one, but then you're just, you know, you're getting your money back. I like here in this game, there is a bet for, you can bet that Sporting Kansas City will, will, will score, or no, will win by two goals or more. Wait, Got is it. that right? Wait, wait, hold on. Actually, no, here. here sorry. The bet I think you have more likely a shot of winning is the over-under Sporting Kansas City scoring two goals for minus 130. I think it's very likely they're going to score at least two goals, which would just get your money back there. Three goals would get you paid. Um, or the uh, – I was going to say before, Sporting Kansas City – Winning the game by two goals is pays plus two ten, and I think that's quite likely. And if you're and if it ends three to one, you get your money you you get your money back. But they could win three nothing. Right. Um, I'm going to stick with though the two bets on this game: Sporting Kansas City first half giving half a point, and uh, I will bet. Actually, this is what I'm going to bet. See, what happens Sporting here is Kansas that one, one individual game isn't important because he's on such a roll. What you need to do is bet equally on all the bets he's giving you because it gives you arbitrage. This is real-time research, too, that you guys are getting the benefit yes, of. Yes, you're, so, you're seeing how the sausage is made, right? And so, the FINRA book is never too far away, right? Right here for the people watching the, this live stream. Got securities licenses. Craig's got licenses. So we have to do everything by the book. We're fiduciaries. We have fiduciary responsibilities with our clients, and our licenses are based on protecting the public. For the full game, you're going to bet on Sporting Kansas City giving one and a half goals and getting paid plus 115 on that. So that's a money line, too. So it's the same theory throughout the game. Sporting Kansas City first half bet give a half a goal, right? And for the game, you're gonna bet money line plus one fifteen, 
that Sporting Kansas City is going to win by two goals or more. Nice, nice. All right, so I'm going to give you the definition of arbitrage, and now I'm going to ask Craig a question about that game that makes me curious. So arbitrage, so you take every single bet Craig is giving you and bet equal amounts, unless he tells you otherwise. And I learned that lesson too, but never bet more than 25% of the bankroll. It's this a is simultaneous true. purchase and sale of the same or related securities to take advantage of a market inefficiency, okay? So we teach you here that you place wagers the same way you buy stocks, like it's a security. They're playing the same sport, soccer. They pretty much train the same way. The coaching trees are similar. So we execute the fundamental theory of arbitrage. Now, let me ask you this, Craig. If uh, the team that's playing Kansas City who sucks right, and you're getting a big plus number on them, if they get a lucky goal, do you go in and you do some in-game betting and you start hammering Kansas City? Yeah, if I'm watching the game, and uh, especially if it's a early goal, right, and uh, I can see in like the 10 minutes after that you're seeing some recovery back to Sporting Kansas City, I'd pound Sporting Kansas City because – if 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 they get a cheap goal early, now they could set the tone and and it could stay like one zero in the half. Right. I, I just don't think Vancouver. I just don't think it's going to happen this game. But yeah, I actually try to think the opposite of what your emotions are likely leading you to believe. And that's huge. We made a lot of money uh, because we do. Uh, my wife's a psychotherapist for eight, eighteen years, so uh, we we give you first aid kit mental health first aid kit that in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of a economic recession in the middle of riots uh you need to have everybody needs to have basic mental health anything beyond that is beyond our scope and you have to see a therapist right which is never a bad idea for anybody but on the podcast we're going to give you basics that that are directly related to picking games, which is the same way as picking stock. You want to get over emotion. You don't want to watch CNBC all day, the uh, different reactions that happen, and then you emotionally, impulse-wise, make bad decisions that not only do do we uh, teach you mental health, right? We monetize. Right, we knew that degenerate Jensen Winston had impulse control issues. He was going to throw a lot of interceptions. We won that, and uh, Craig alerted me on that. Uh, we, Craig and I, were all over Garoppolo making an interception with his impulse control issues at the exact time. We picked exactly what was going to happen. We were going to pick zone, but then they were going to switch it up and blitz. And Garoppolo was going to throw an interception because of his lack of impulse control. So everything that Craig and I talk about in this podcast is things that we have monetized and that we have habitually monetized. And since he's habitually monetizing things, he's breaking down the MLS uh, Sweet 16. What, what's the next game? Next game, we're halfway through. Here are the final four games. This nice. is on Monday, 5.30, San Jose Earthquakes. For all you West Coasters in San Jose, no Cal versus Real Salt Lake. 
The San Jose Earthquakes had a real one of the best games of the tournament so far. They came back down three to two and won the game four to three. It's a great comeback. They're they're explosive. San Jose has has had some rough years after having a really you know they're one of the original MLS teams right. you know of the league. So this game they're favored by half a goal of Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake is they're tight defensively, but again they're not that dynamic on offense. They had, they're getting plus two fifty this game. Uh, it's plus two seventy for a draw over under three. This is a game. I think could go draw and it's very tough to pick these draw games, obviously, but San Jose seems to be that team that has kind of drama in them. And I think it's positive or negative. And so I like the thought of a draw this game. I also like the thought a lot of goals. So I'm actually, again, I wouldn't make a habit of this. I'm going to go draw, but this game's going to go PK. So I'm going to go draw. Plus 270 over on the goals, over two and a half, three. And that's great insight, man. Thank you. Because I didn't know uh, that PKs, you win, you win the draw. Yeah, because then you can't really bet. You can't really predict what a PK, how a PK is going to end. Right. Nice. So, next game, Monday night. This is, this is the one ever. This is the game. This is the best game that actually no one thought was going to be played because last night LAFC and the Portland Timbers, everyone thinks, oh, LAFC, they're yeah, going to run rough shot. I'll be right back. I'm getting food delivered, but Craig, Craig's going to give you that info. I'll be right back. So LAFC, uh, everyone thinks you scored all these goals against the Galaxy. They're going to run rough shot over the Portland Timbers. I literally last night bet two bets on this game, that, the, that a draw, which happened, and the over, which happened. I predicted the game 2-2. Timbers are a great team. But this game, the first game on Monday, LAFC versus Seattle Sounders. If LAFC would have beaten Portland, they would not be playing the Sounders. The Timbers would have gotten them. But now they got to play them. First game. Seattle, LAFC's favorite this game, minus 110. Draws plus 295. This would be a sick game to go into a draw. I do think LAFC is the better team. They've had problems in the playoffs, um, but I do think they're packing a punch offensively. They have a rhythm that really maybe a handful of teams in the MLS have. I think they're going to show up for the big game. I would go LAFC minus 110, and then the over-under, three, three and a half. That's a lot. That is that is really high. Um, but I think it could be similar to the Portland Timbers game. I think it could be three to one. I think it could be three to two, uh, and uh, we'll we'll go over three three and a half. Right. So that is that game, and we have the next game on Tuesday, Josh. We have two games left. All right, I'm back. You know how pandemic stuff is now with food delivered and the oh, wife yeah. isn't dressed, and then I have to go get the food. But that's what. Yeah. I do. This game is fun. First game is the second to last game of the quarters. Tuesday night, 5 p.m. West Coast, the Columbus Crew, who is the, not the dark horse, but people thought in the beginning of the tournament, few thought they were as good as they've shown. They knew that they had some talent and could get better, but they have been arguably the best team in the tournament against Minnesota United. Now, I'm trying to figure out why, the, why this game is only a half a goal spread. 
why is Columbus Crew getting plus 125 to win versus Minnesota United getting plus 195 to win? Draws plus 260, which is generally even. People think that the United are going to give the crew a run for their money or tie the game. I just don't see that happening. Nice. The crew have this new number 10 that they signed. He's 20 years old. I believe he's from Europe. Um, you know, they have Darlington Nagby. They have other MLS and Euro League professional players. Jesse Zardes up front for the crew. Fernando Adi coming in off the bench. Uh, they are pretty stacked, and they have do they dominated their first game. They won every other game undefeated. I don't see it stopping here. I would uh, I, I would bet on the crew plus one twenty five over under two and a half three over two and a half three. Nice, nice. Is that your? Sweet 16 MLS. Pope of the money line pick of the Sweet 16. Can you hear me, Pope? Final game? Uh, no, the is that it sounds from what I'm hearing, right? Because uh, I always play. Close attention to what you said because you won me so much money, including uh, the, the one pick that put you straight into the Hall of Fame where you picked the first win of uh, Clingsbury, who's very near and dear to our hearts because Ben Ratzlaff, his offensive coordinator at Houston Baptist, is best friends with him. And we learned the air raid from him. And you picked him out of nowhere to win his first NFL game after he had been badly, uh, been badly overmatched in every game he had been in, and you picked him on the money line. Was it plus 265? It was plus 325, Josh, and there was one Jeez. main reason that we got that bet right as to why they would win that game. Right. And that was because they, were playing, because they were playing my Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> and I knew that the right. Arizona was going to find a way to come in and win that game. And I watch these sports. I bet I played on these games. My Reds that I got this hat on today. I bet that they would win a minus 180 against the Tigers opening day. Are you kidding me? That was free money. Right. Uh, they won seven to one. This Padre game, I, I told you in the beginning of the podcast, Chris Paddock is pitching. First five innings, under three and a half runs for Arizona. It's currently 0 0 in the fifth inning. Uh, I get bad days, just like the rest of them. Right. But the Jewish Pope generally has clarity when the action is being laid, which brings me to the final game of the Sweet 16. I love Josh. it, man. I love it, man. Are, are we ready for the final game? Yes. The Pope the final game, will speak. The final game of the MLS is back. Sweet 16 is the Portland Timbers against the FC Cincinnati. And with is that, that our tennis phenom? My beautiful daughter, Poppy, has joined the podcast. We're on a podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> I saw you playing tennis, and that was very, very impressive. You had great form, and, and you were sending bullets back to the other person. <laughs> Pleasure. I got your burger ready, too. Okay. One second. That, that's, that's a cliffhanger right there. All right. Hold on. I need, yes. to, I need 
20 seconds of being a dad. Yes. And uh, you do not have to give action sports or anybody any money. Uh, we saw packages out there for $500 for the uh, baseball season. And we're giving you three picks every day on our Twitter feed. And these picks uh, will make you money. Again, 52.5% is break even, right? Uh, we are, as a podcast, 75% since it's an exception. Now, you say 75% is a ridiculous number. You know, I, I can't believe you even say that. How can that be true, right? That's why we encourage you to listen to all the podcasts and track us, independently track us. We put it on Twitter. So if you want to go to Twitter and go through my profile and see and track them, uh, I can tell you what the end of the story is going to be. It's going to be uh, 75%, right? And uh, that margin makes you a lot of money. Now, it's not just the money, right? Because money is not everything. Also included is the camaraderie, friendship, uh, the enjoyment of watching the game. So even though arbitrage is a solid, fundamentally uh, used tool in sports betting, the main key to arbitrage is the mental health benefits of arbitrage, meaning that you're not gripping, you're not getting upset, you're not throwing things if you get a bet wrong. If you get the bet wrong, you can care less, all right? Because you're still having fun watching the games. Uh, Craig and I are texting each other. We're sending uh, Twitter uh, messages to each other during the game uh, with a group of podcast members. And, you know, in a time, right, that's become very apparent with social distancing, uh, the fact that people don't want social distancing is because we're social creatures. And, to, you know, the, this is stuff like uh, Craig has been saying, we've been watching embedding games for years. So uh, you, you never stop learning because life never stops teaching. So on the podcast, we all listen to each other and we all learn new things to add to the inspirational knowledge. We have 240 years of watching sports, right? And we, and we keep adding stuff and we keep listening to Craig. And what's the result of that purpose and outcome? Purpose to make money and have fun. We're business owners, 80% of your time has to be in profit generating activity. So not only do we generate profit, we give ourselves mental health benefits of having a good time, building camaraderie, building friendships. And to that end, the Pope of the money line, Craig Miserak is gonna give us the last game. Thank Final you, game. Thank you for being Final so generous. Portland Timbers, great team. 
honestly could win the MLS this whole year. They could right. win this cup. And their tie last night with LAFC plays my FC Cincinnati. Now, I had some friends that are listening to this podcast that said, Craig, you're a Cincinnati guy. You got this new MLS team. You live in San Diego. Since he got an MLS team before San Diego did, what's your story? Well, here's nice. the story. They were great in the USL. They have a great ownership group, and they figured out a way to negotiate with MLS to get a team, really, get a stadium financed in Cincinnati. Nice. And boom, they got a team. Now, it's been a rocky start, even though they were good in USL. The first year they got into MLS, fired their coach halfway through the season. He was out of his league. The replacement wasn't great. Can the first season. They got a new coach from the EuroLeague in the offseason. He was fired before the first game because he made a racist comment or something oh, that was no. an investigation. And it was a misunderstanding, evidently. But anyway, the Cincinnati Ball Club wanted – they couldn't afford to have any association with it. So they're playing with a third coach and not even their sec- the fifth game of their second season. Now, FC Cincinnati, the first game, got drubbed 4 to nothing by Columbus Crew, who is now the darling of the tournament. They're way better than everybody thought. But when that game was played, everyone was like, FC Cincinnati's horrible. This rivalry in Ohio, Columbus <laughs> Cincinnati, it's already dubbed after one season in the MLS. It's called Hell is Real. Well, it sounded awesome as a buildup, right. but Hell was only real for Cincinnati that game, and they got shellacked. Right. The second game, they play Atlanta, and Atlanta won the MLS in 18. Great team. Uh, get a red card early in the game against FC Cincy. It's a morning game. They only played one morning game a day because the heat in Florida. And the we made a lot of money off played, the heat in Florida, incidentally. I played 90 in. minutes, zero, zero. 90 minutes, zero, zero. A man up and got a great goal from Frankie Amara, who is the best player on FC Cincy in the midfield. He's the youngest. He, he is what makes stuff happen, with uh, as well as Kubo, who's up front, um, uh, who's a new signing in the offseason. But since he's playmaking, when they beat the Red Bulls, that was the game to determine who's going to go in, and they beat the Red Bulls 2 nothing. It's There is no question how Yop Stam, the coach, the Dutch coach for FC Cincy plays. And you know what it's like? NF, it's like AFC North football, AFC North defense. <laughs> they pack it inside. They Got play it. strong defense. They do not. They are not letting up goals. The last two games, they shut out the last two teams. FC Cincy has, and guess what? They try to. They hope for two to three to four counterattacks a game, and against the Red Bulls, got one counterattack goal. Another one was a corner kick, and that's the other thing. Get corner nice. kicks, and. I think, though, that strategy is not going to win a game against the Portland Timbers. Portland nice. Timbers are way better. I think this could be a one nothing game. I think it could be a tie, which is plus 285. I'm not going to let my emotions let me bet against FC since it would be so awesome. So awesome if they beat the Timbers. I'm going <laughs> Timbers minus 130 to win. And nice. that should be free money. They should nice. win. I'm this betting game. that right now. I'm going to go Timbers, on the... Timbers minus 130. And if you watch this game, it's the last game of all of them. It's going to be Tuesday night, 7.30 at night. It's You're going to, for the first time, see art as it relates, hopefully, to how defense can be artfully played with Yopstam's defense with FC Cincy. You're going to look at them and be like, oh, this, is, this sucks. They're not even trying to score. They're not. 
And that's what they're trying to do is to lull you to sleep offensively, get lackadaisical, and then they have one, a counterattack down the field and boom, goal. That's all they need. Right. So uh, I do think the over under this game, uh, for the reasons I just mentioned, um, I, I think FC Cincinnati is going to have a tougher time scoring against the Timbers. I I I, uh, I hate doing this, but I do think it's an under two and a half, three. Could be a two nothing game. Could be a one nothing game. If it's two to one, uh, you would uh, you would lose half and uh and 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 push the other half um i just think it's more likely this game ends up two nothing or one nothing than it does three to one or or four to one nice nice and let me ask you this right because this man knows what he's talking about and some people uh were trying to talk to me about uh, technical analysis and technical analysis has never made anybody any money. Uh, but fundamental analysis has, even though some people say fundamental analysis, it's over because of Tesla and Robinhood and all this and that. And I say, hey, you're half right, right? There's always half truths. So circling back to this, as a guy who doesn't watch any of this, but you do, you know what you're talking about. And you've shown uh, extraordinary fundamental analysis skills that says, hey, you got to study the political structure. You got to study corporate governance. So the corporate governance of the MLS are the Timbers from Portland going to have an edge with the rest call? Because remember, the rest are paid by the league. So let's say you ever go to court because the ref rigged the game. Literally the court, the ref can, defense could be, they have a fiduciary responsibility to the league. So they were just doing their job. They probably get off. So with all that being said, Craig, it does the league going to give an edge to Portland since Portland has extraordinary riots right now. The mayor of Portland got sprayed by the feds yesterday. And you're saying this game's a steal. Are they going to get the calls? Uh, Josh, I think it's a good question. <laughs> I, I I don't want to implicate myself regarding my my views of. Uh, this is not political. We're just saying greater, from a, a macro greater, kind of point greater, of view of greater society. But I will tell you this: I'll let every all the listeners in on a little secret. While I may not be endorsing the theory Josh is running about the commission <laughs> uh, tying games to Portland. What I do, what I can say is in the Seattle game, let's just say I spent a good amount of, I spent a good amount of time in Chaz. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> you cannot get more value than what Craig Mizrak has blessed us with today. And we throw out wild conspiracy theories. They're for entertainment. However, our opinion and Craig's opinion is different. Then uh, I was talking to somebody today, and they were going off on Max Kellerman, right? The, what makes us different than the Max Kellermans of the world is that Max, God bless him, he makes a lot of money. Uh, he gets all that money up front. So if he's wrong, he doesn't, it doesn't affect him in any way. Clay Travis is wrong, no effect. Callum Coward goes 0-18, no effect on him. He gets paid up front. We only get paid if we win, right? And, 
all Craig Mizrak does is win. Any final words, Pope? Thank you so much, man. For yeah, my final words are this. Us. My final words are this. Watch MLS. Uh, and if you don't watch MLS and you're somewhere and you see penalty kicks in a game, watch the penalty kicks. Uh, listen, I'll talk to you guys next week when the uh, this is shaved down to the quarterfinals. Nice. Thank and, you so much, man. Uh, I, like, I, I like to see I – gave, I gave two picks a game. So we're going to have a record of 16 picks uh, when we talk next week. Okay. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks, Josh. No, Come thank tomorrow. you, man. I, I missed you. I missed your voice. Uh, we do contact on direct message. And, man, uh, this has me super excited. I'm, I'm going to have uh, – now I get to have games in the background. Now you gave me some additional games to have. And uh, I'm, I'm putting action. I wrote them all down in the book. Action, we're going to put it on the live spreadsheet. And there's some definitely games that I'm going to hammer based on the expert trusted advice of the Pope. As we have the most diverse podcast in history with our new female uh, correspondent. And I told her, you know, once you meet Craig, he has a daughter. Uh, anybody that messes with her messes with the whole podcast. And you don't want to mess with anybody, especially Raider Jim. All right? So we end with Winston Churchill. We don't just talk talk. We walk the walk. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you get. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is free. It's a podcast that I use. <clears throat> And they really do a good job for us here at the GFSN betting and team report podcast. It helps us make 70 to 80% of your bets. Now, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started, my brothers. I'm the best there is.